The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Lindsay gets 10 imaginary points. I don't know how to say this, so I'm just gonna say it. Mushrooms with spears. So to 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 wear mushroom armor, essentially? <laughs> essentially, yeah, like a mushroom Gundam suit. Revealing the map! Next thing we know, we've lost Cassie into their improv team. <laughs> clench, clench, clench. No offense, but that's a very creepy. This is, has a pop people <laughs> vibe to it. Me, 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 la, 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 la. To sit in solemn silence on a long, dark duck, awaiting the sensation of a short, sharp shock. And Yarfik's gonna cast thaumaturgy and make it seem like he farts really loud. Yay, we love this. We're about to drop right into the action, so here's what you need to know. Last time on the show, the party entered the underground village and came face to face with its denizens, anthropomorphic mushroom people. After a tense moment, the lead mushroom, affectionately nicknamed Papa Smurf, unleashed a cloud of spores that allowed the party to communicate telepathically, and it quickly became clear that both parties meant no harm to one another. In fact, the mushroom people offered the party food, water, and beds to rest in. It was quickly discovered that the mushroom folk were not alone in the village, as there were several other humanoid figures about. Specifically, two goliaths, two humans, and an elf. Each with a distant look on their face and fungus growing out of their eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. The mushroom people showed the party that they can use spores to reanimate corpses and use them as muscle in the town. There was initially a misunderstanding that the reanimated elf was Vrel, the one that the Tosh Eskayana asked the party to find. But, Papa Smurf quickly realized where the wires had been crossed and showed the party images of an elf passing through the village and out the cavern farther into the ground. There, you're all caught up. Now, let's hit it and crit. I guess we might as well give them a sense of what we're here about, right? So, I sent um, an image of uh, something bright and glowing falling from the sky and plunging into the mountains and then i send an image of the same tunnel and like it and uh, that the elf went down and it ending at something glowing and a questioning feeling the mushroom turns uh and looks at the the very far end of the cavern and extends its arm and points i turn back to the group and i say it seems like we can probably just just keep right on is there anything that i don't i don't know that we need to linger here in this village for very long do you what do you think does anyone need to rest are we in a bad place i'm okay yeah i think we're all okay yeah i mean i'm down don't a we couple still have spells, temporary but... don't do yeah we, you still, we still you have temporary hit points yeah right? yeah yeah the only person who I took any damage it. was olash okay and so so i look back at the mushroom and just to make sure i'm understanding right i point where he's pointing and i send another image of that that elf man taking notes and walking down a tunnel uh and it, he nods his head okay I guess I, I send an image of, um, you know, of us going after him and finding the elf and hugging him and bringing him back. The mushroom takes its hand down and then points again in that direction. Mm-hmm. Not in a way to say, like, yes, it's that way, but more mm-hmm. in a way to um, put a very fine point on what it's about to to communicate. Mm-hmm. And you get 
images of crude wooden spears flying through the air and landing in soft earth. It then looks back at you and sort of shakes its head from side to side, and you get this overwhelming feeling of danger. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I, I send an image of us standing before a darkness and all being very brave and and like standing there like against it and then like Elder Zone in a weird way like it has risen and that's why we're going down there so the danger is not much to us because we need to fight something more evil. Okay, so is this like your group standing in front of this like nebulous dark rising force? The, well, the eye with the eyeball that we saw in the mirror. Okay, so yeah, so it's sort of like a big dark shadow with a, a bloodshot red eye. Mm-hmm. And you all sort of stealing yourselves against it. And we start to glow, like, with the light of what we're trying to find, like Cassian had sent. And it, uh, it, once again, it points in that direction. It's clearly, it knows where, what, not Mm -hmm. necessarily what that light is, but where that light is. And it's pointing you there. But you still get this feeling of, like, it it is dangerous to go that way. I send an image of like the darkness from the the eyeball that that Yarfik showed just like sweeping out over the land and like just like people encountering it and and falling to the ground dying and and like people of every race and species including like it going down into the tunnels and and killing the mushroom people. And then I say and then I send another image of, you know, us coming back out of the tunnel holding something glowing and driving the darkness back. Is he trying to stop it like is no, he telling not. us we can't or i think is he he's saying like we should us, warning us they're yeah. they're making no attempt to stop okay. you from doing anything but they are but it does seem like he is heavily trying to dissuade you i i think we just gotta go for it um yeah let's just thank them and move on is there anything we could ask for for healing or anything else like potions they don't have potions obviously but maybe they have something like a mushroom we can eat uh roll uh roll perception if you're looking around for stuff 19 <laughs> Ooh. Uh, um, what's my perception? Nothing. So 19. So uh, Yarfik and Olash, as you look around, you do see what look to be uh, vendors of some kind. Um, and they have sort of various things. Uh, you know, they have like selections of vegetables and like cups and bowls of water. Uh, one of them has what looks to be either spices or dust you're not really sure exactly what they are um but there do seem to be mushrooms who who have things available for sale of some kind so you could investigate those and see what they've got or you can just continue on it's up to you guys you could also stop and rest if you want to you don't necessarily need to but it seems like they are offering you mm-hmm. beds do we want to I'm, I'm asking do we want to try to stock up or do you want to just go run down and do this how long is well, like Let's see what they have. Yeah, we might as well do a little shopping. Two questions, Sam. How long have we been going since our last rest at this point? Uh, not that long. You guys, you rested in the um, in the tunnel with the gas spores. Right. Uh, right before you went out and cleared out that right-hand tunnel, which took probably all of about an hour or so from beginning to gems. So it, it really hasn't been that long since your last long rest. Also, second question. What is that blue thing in the corner of the map over there? Uh, that's a well. Ah, okay. All right, yeah, well, let's go check out some vendors. I go I go walk over to the nearest vendor. So you walk over to the nearest vendor, and this is the one that has sort of, like, vegetables and water. You see uh, a number of things on display. Once again, none of these are vegetables you recognize. They're, they're clearly all 
you know, strange varieties that grow underground. Um, but you, you get the, the sense that they are still like safe to eat. You sort of approach the, the mushroom who is manning that stand or mushrooming that stand, uh, uh, like, you know, greets you with a wave. You then see images in your head of these, these vegetables being taken and sort of like ground into paste and then placed in the hands of these mushroom people. And they, they sort of absorb the nutrients from them almost in like an, an osmosis kind of way. But that, that is how, how they eat them. Roll investigation real quick. Just Cassian. He's the one who's... Um, that is a 22. So the one thing that does catch your eye is that there are a number of smaller mushrooms that are that, uh, that are up in this stall as well. And you recognize some of them as those same kind of mushrooms that, uh, that Francis gave to you. The ones he said that provide a little oh, yeah. bit of healing. Oh, okay. Um, and you see that he's got the, this, this particular stall has about five of them. Okay. Um, I, I send an image of, you know, sort of highlighting those mushrooms to the vendor and, um, mm. it's sort of a, you know, a question of like me, you know, reaching into a bag and pulling something out and handing it to him. But, but it's kind of like a nebulous, you know, sort of mist and I'm, I'm including a question feeling with it. <laughs> Uh, so are you asking you him if you can mist? pay with mist? I'm asking him how much. That, that's not a that's not like an app that I'm aware of. I know of Venmo and PayPal, but not mist. Oh, you got Just get wondering on if mist. I can play with the computer game yeah. mist. Yes, you gotta get on mist. It tracks your purchases and it tells your friends, you know, what kind of cool stuff you're into. It's great. It gives you a pie chart of like what you're spending your money on each month. Also, also there's like a you're not really sure and about you can it. turn levers and it lets you explore this island. It's great. But before you check your balance, you have to play Candy Crush. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Missed. Get gaseous. <laughs> okay. um, so uh, you you send that image, and it's it, not even sending an image back to you. It just uh, sort of points at the mushrooms as if to say, like, you want these. I nod. And then uh, you uh, it sends you an image of various objects. Uh, none of them silver, gold, or copper, or anything like that. Just, it, it seems like it's trying to say, like, uh, barter. You, you get the feeling that they might not be operating on a gold-based economy down here. Sure, that Damn seems rash. Damn it. Uh, I'm just trying to think what I actually have with me. Oh, um, I send an image of um, my sling and, I, and sort of like a mental image of how it works with, like, putting a rock in it and whirling it around and whipping it and knocking stuff over. <laughs> okay. Um, so you, uh, send images of your sling. I imagine that since you're Cassian, you're probably sending like David and Goliath style images. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Of, like, it's me, it's me creatures. knocking out like a humongous giant with it. And just like, and then a bunch of townspeople coming and picking me up and putting me on their shoulders and, you know, cheering. We all roll our eyes behind him. <laughs> uh, roll persuasion. Uh, that is a 19 for persuasion. 19. Yes. Uh, so the um, you hold out your sling after as you're sending these images along, and the uh, the mushroom uh, it takes it in its hands and looks at it very excitedly, and uh, um, like starts to sort of just twirl it around in its hand, and without without a rock in it, like not trying to, to hurt anybody, but just right. twirling it around in its hand, and then uh, sort of looks up at you and, and grabs the five dried mushrooms and, and hands them over to you keeping this link great i send it some happiness and i also um 
reach into my sort of ammunition pouch and hand it 10 sling bullets. And I sort of like give that a mental image of how to like load them and use them. And it, it, it takes them and, and uh, nods its head at you very happily. You can see the happiness in its eyes uh, as it takes them. And you guys now have another five of those mushrooms that do 1d4 uh, healing. Great. Did you want to, do you want to check out the other vendor? Yeah. Uh, so Ildov, you yes. go out, uh, you go to check on the other vendor as Cassian is, is checking on this one. And this one has a selection of what looks like either spice or dust you're not really sure exactly what it is but there are these like heaps uh there are three piles um in like big bowls sort of to 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 keep them all um all organized uh one of them is uh it looks like a very fine sand one of them seems uh a little bit grittier and is yellow Mm -hmm. um and the other one also looks like fine sand but is separated from the other one for whatever reason it's the good sand and the not so good sand i guess yeah uh the other sand's been cut with gravel there's a there's a mushroom there right there is a mushroom at the sand yes (laughs) okay i guess i'll i send sort of a like an image of me holding the sand with like a questioning feeling like like, what is sand Guys. <laughs> That's our title really of the episode right there. What is, what is sand? What yes. is sand? Um, so the uh, the mushroom looks at you, and then uh, starting on its right with the, the fine sand, it uh, points at it, and then uh, in your head, you see this image of uh, someone taking sort of a, a pinch of the sand, throwing it up in the air, and then disappearing. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Yes. <laughs> that is what I want. <laughs> what about the other stuff? Um, yeah, yeah, I kind of motioned to the other. So then uh, it points to the one in the middle, and the one in the middle, you see an image of uh, taking a pinch of the sand and throwing it into water, mm-hmm. and then the water just all gets sucked up. This, like, 15-foot cube of water all gets sucked up and becomes this tiny little pellet. <gasps> what? A water pellet. For what purpose? It's like one of those reverse um, Then you, you see a hand a pick up the pellet mm-hmm. and throw it. <laughs> and as it, it hits uh, a surface, mm-hmm. um, it erupts back into that full 15-foot cube's worth oh, of water. Oh, that's I love cool. this. <laughs> okay, and then the third? So the third one, it points at it, mm-hmm. and... You see, very similar to the, the first kind of, uh, of dust that it showed you, mm-hmm. it takes a pinch, throws it up in the air, and you, you expect, since this looks exactly like it, for, for that, that figure to disappear. Mm-hmm. But instead, it gets thrown up into the air, and the creature begins to double over and, and look like it's, it's having trouble breathing, and it's just like sneezing uncontrollably. Um, it's sneezing powder. This is like a joke shop. <laughs> it's it's more like suffocating. Oh, <laughs> not so funny now, is it, Cassie? Still kind of. Um, I want all of them. I would like at least one of them. Yeah, I'll definitely take the water one if nobody else is going to take it. But if Lindsay can afford all of them, you know, go for it. Well, yeah, I guess I can. I how I can can I somehow convey like what do you want for this? Similarly to what Cassian saw prior, Mm -hmm. shows images of like uh, sort of various items, Mm -hmm. um, all of them fairly nebulous, just sort of to like get across like barter. What what Mm -hmm. do you have? I mean, you guys have picked up various things like daggers and swords yeah. from you know 
various foes that you have bested. Have we been well, stashing all that in the bag of holding? stone arms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you only took two with you. That's true. You we'll get more. We can get more. Yarvik's going to walk up. Okay. And he saw all the images that, that Yeldon yeah, saw? Yeah, this wasn't too far away, so you guys okay. all saw this. He's going to go and the um, the water one, he's going to walk up and I'm gonna, he's going to send an image of, because I've got both my shields, the one, the one that's non-magical, mm-hmm. I'm going to show, you know, images of him standing in front of people, blocking things with it, how strong it is, and kind of, you know, like, images of mushroom men with their spears, having a shield in front of them, protecting themselves from whatever, like an, a, a spear coming into them. Mm-hmm. And uh, like present it to him. Okay, um, so you uh, present it to this mushroom. I assume you give like one last uh, sort yeah. of caress of it because it has that nice engraving of you punching a horse on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. That you don't want to. That you know you 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 obviously you, this this matters to you that you're it giving does. this up. And the the mushroom takes it. And uh, in a way that, that seems like it's, it's honoring that you are, like, sacrificing something to get this thing, which, which you think will aid you. And it immediately takes, like, a little scooper and, and a couple of small packets and um, scoops them in. And you have two packets now of dust of dryness. And I'll give you a card for that. Um, each packet has seven pinches of dust in it. Okay. Whoa, okay, so he has enough for us all to get some, right, of these powders. There's a lot, but it just, you know, you all have to have something to trade for it. Right. I am going to send an image of the dust of invisibility, and I'm also, and I'm going to show... Uh, I'm going to send him an image of the cobalt poison that I have and an image of it, like, uh, pouring onto a weapon... And then, like, slicing somebody just very slightly with the weapon, and then that person sort of, like, doubling over in, in pain and, and, like, being incapacitated. Um, so you point to the 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 invisibility dust that you want, um, and then you send this image of the cobalt poison, and the mushroom sort of looks at you and shakes its head. Damn it. Ooh. Doesn't want that. I don't really have anything that I want to get rid of. <sighs> okay. I mean, I have a, I have a crossbow, but I don't think they're gonna want that. I, I show him the silver and gold ring that I have. I don't remember where it came from. I've <laughs> had it for a while. Um, that was from um, what's his name? Scotch. You guys, you got that off of Scotch, I believe. Yeah. It's been, it's been yeah. It's, it's been, been it's it, been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been nine days. Um, and I, uh, I show him an image of him. Meeting a lady mushroom, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a meat cute. <laughs> like well, they, it's not much much meat. Is like you know, it's a fungal cute. A fungal cute. Yeah. They like run into each other, and she spills all of her papers, and he helps them pick them, <laughs> helps her pick them up, and I, their I, eyes lock. <laughs> in my head, for some reason, I'm seeing an image of like the the female mushroom and the man mushroom bumping into each other, but the man mushroom was carrying a bunch of the dust of invisibility. <laughs> so when they knock into each other, they both go invisible. <laughs> Which is the mushroom version of fading to black. Exactly. <laughs> well, sex um, okay, so you, you hold out this ring and and you you put forth this image pointing at the are you looking which dust are you looking for? Oh, um so there's the invisibility, the the water and, and the, the suffering and the, the sneezing, yeah. Yarfik got the sneezing and no, Yarfik got the water. Got one. the water. And Cassian got the invisibility. No, he didn't. they didn't Cassian want what I had to offer. Oh, right, right, I have right, something right. else I might want to trade, get. but but uh Okay. 
I want the I want the sneezing. You want the sneezing one? Okay, okay so it um it can already make things invisible. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this won't use the spell slot. That's true. Um, it looks at the ring and sort of puts its hand out and gives you that motion of like more, like like I, this plus something else. The ring plus something else, yeah. not more story. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's a full on, you've got mail like recount. No, no, I've gotten the elevator pitch. I want the full treatment. <laughs> uh, you guys, you get the feeling that like precious metals are not quite I can, precious I kind to them. Of... I kind of had a feeling, but I, it's all I really have that I'm willing to give up. Okay, this is going to hurt, but I am going to think to the mushroom about the invisibility potion or invisibility powder again, and I'm going mm. to send in an image of my one of my sets of fancy-ass clothes, and I'm going to show the mushroom an image of it just, like, dressed up all, looking real fine, just, like, walking around the town, <laughs> all the other mushrooms just looking at it and kind of turning their heads like, damn, but, like, a silent mushroom damn, you know. There's <laughs> 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 over the episode, yeah, silent mushroom episode damn. And, you know, you can tell that it damn. kind of has, like, a little bit of an extra swagger in its little mushroom step when it's wearing these fine duds. Okay, okay. Uh, which set of clothing is this? Uh, the green and gold ones, because they don't match green my and shield. Gold. <laughs> that is a good point. You, you you like take them out of your pack and and unfurl them and show them to it, mm-hmm. and it sort of reaches out and and just sort of feels the fabric a little bit, and 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 you can see it like mulling over that image that you presented, and it presents one of its own of of pretty much the same thing, but then sort of looks at you in this way of saying like you are saying this is true, like this could be me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I just and look at him, and I'm just like, I nod and give it a thumbs up, and I'm just a double we, thumbs up, and I'm. We like, all stand behind him like the guys from Queer Eye, and like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it uh, it it sort of takes the clothes and then goes and and grabs a pouch, mm-hmm. and and once again grabs grabs a little scooper and fills it up, and you now have the dust of sneezing and choking. Oh no, I'm sorry, I was looking for. The oh no, sorry, movie. you were going after the other one. Sorry, you have the dust of disappearance. Nice. Oh, how many packets um, of it? Uh, so you have one packet. It's three pinches. Okay, nice. How how far are we until the next dawn? Until the next dawn? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys don't really know because you've been underground, like, mm-hmm. and dawn is not a concept to them at all. So it's hard to say. Oh God. Okay. Oh God. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna show show him the bag of tricks mm-hmm. and ca- cast an image of me like throwing one of the. Fu- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just that the technical term is fuzzy objects. <laughs> <laughs> throwing one of the fuzzy objects and it turning into oh, what would they want? The uh, you have to roll for it. You don't. I get know. To decide. I know. But <laughs> I am trying to. Why don't you just make a deal channel. here? <laughs> But I guess I don't want to be dishonest. Yeah. I don't want them all to get mad at me. Well, wait. Are you offering them the bag or just one of the animals? Just one of the one of the animals. Why don't so you just you, pull I one don't... out and see what it is? <laughs> because I'm not 100% sure I want to waste it oh. right now. We don't know when the next dawn is. Are we trying to get the, the third powder or more of the invisibly, invisibility powder? She was looking for the sneezing and choking powder. Yeah. Um, oh, I can, I can, okay. So, and I still have that ring, but he wants something else. I'll, I'll add on with your ring, it. then I'll walk up in, with Olash and project an image of like the ring. Mm-hmm. And then also I'll pull out my hand axe and show images of mushrooms far away from each other, 
being able to throw it very far and lodging in and splitting a mushroom in half. And then also uh, very much like uh, being used as a tool that can be used to carve out vegetables and other things, like multi-uses of it. Okay. Uh, roll perception. Or, uh, sorry, persuasion, I mean. That other one that starts with a B. <laughs> Eight. So um, you start to present this image of this hand axe being thrown and splitting a mushroom in half, and it recoils in horror. Uh-oh. Oh, God. So... You still put out the rest of the image, trying to like smooth the situation, but it is it puts up its hands, waves them back and forth, and like and begins to like close up its stall. Oh, I try to apologize in images like may culpa, may culpa, not you know that's not what I meant, but obviously it it waves them off. It's Aye. it's closed up. It's it's done. While Yarfik was doing that, um, Ildov disguises herself as Doug. <laughs> okay. Oh, Doug. <laughs> and um, walks up to the vendor and casts like minor illusion of like a recording <laughs> somehow. <laughs> whatever, a, whatever an audio recording is in this world, like if that's like possible. a like a cylinder that you could put into some sort of mechanical phonogram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, um, it's an outside machine. the system's album, <laughs> and he just conveys. A feeling of like, hey, check out my band's new record. <laughs> Would this work as payment? You know that universal feeling we all feel. <laughs> um, it looks at you very confusedly. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the, the image has all come through, but it doesn't seem to understand what this cylinder is or how it's used or what it's for. So I convey uh, or I send images of... The mushrooms like hanging out and dancing and just like being happy. Wild like music. The, like the teddy bear picnic? But for mushrooms? <laughs> yes, <I don't> <laughs> um so it's uh it sort of cocks its head at you and, and reaches out to um oh, right. to grab the thing. item. Yeah. Um, but its hand goes right through it mm-hmm. and <laughs> and then it, it just looks very confused <laughs> and let's get out of here and it's it and it just waves it off and like and goes back to closing up its stall it's done oh boy it doesn't it, 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 it's had images of weird murder and someone trying to trick it and and it's yeah is there like no chance of convincing him because i realized i have a quarter staff i never use i mean if you come up with a really good argument you can try and persuade it seems like they Um, like stuff that like is cool and special to us more than they like like useful weapons and junk well and and defensive too well so uh how about so uh roll roll insight real quick you can all roll insight but natural one (laughs) 19. Uh, uh, 11. 23 for Ildov. Oh, not 20 for Eowyn. Okay. So uh, Ildov, Eowyn, and Olash, uh, the ladies, all figure this out pretty quickly while the men are left in the dust. Uh, the ladies all realize, um, A, they're interested in things that are different than what they themselves can produce, and B, they're not interested in instruments of violence. They're interested in things that are useful to them. So... In looking around, you can see a lot of the tools they're using are of very primitive make. And while they do have axes and the like, they're they're blunted. They're not very useful to them. So if you present them with something and and with a use case for it that will help them, mm. then you have a leg to stand on. But if you show them instruments of violence and you show them using them for violent means, they're not interested in that. Okay, I'm gonna make one last. One last attempt. Okay. Uh, so 
have the ring mm-hmm. and also show him the quarter staff and you know show an image of the line of mushrooms that we came on when they were all like holding their spears <laughs> mm-hmm. except he is holding the quarter staff and everyone's like looking at him with the quarter staff and his cool new clothes <laughs> <laughs> like what that guy is just like killing it lately <laughs> i want to be friends with that mushroom and they all just think he's like the best and uh they like like they all just they all just want to get to know him better and like he's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> kind of using it like a pimp cane almost or You, Ildov and Awen are like huddled together, like like what do we do? We gotta get this this cool sneezy dust. Um, <laughs> how do we do it? And you're like, Okay, what if what if we say this and and uh, Ildov you agree and then Awen is like, Wait, 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 wait. They they seem to to operate almost like a they seem to operate almost like a like a hive mind. Of sorts, mm. like mm. like they don't they don't necessarily act as as individuals. They mm. they all share this sort of consciousness. So maybe the focus isn't like you are so cool, but what like like what can like what will help all of you, or what can you do with this thing that will make life easier? I show I show the mushroom pole vaulting with it, <laughs> just like running and just like doing a sweet pole vault. <laughs> What what would be useful to mushrooms with a quarter staff? These are the greatest questions of the generation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can be used to, to hammer things down or like to like kind of like mortar and pestle stuff. They can play limbo can with use, it. I was going to say limbo, yeah. That'd be really hard with the giant cap on the head. Yeah, they don't seem to be into fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I just show like a variety of like 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 hammering things with it and like using it on their vegetables like a rocky style montage <laughs> <laughs> you quarter staff those what does that mean <laughs> dude she totally quarter staff those you've never quarter staffed it's fine roll persuasion I can't believe you've never quarter staffed a vegetable sandwich jeez um, this is persuasion yeah. so that's 11 11 um, so you um uh, <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Roll with advantage, because because Eowyn okay. and Ildov are helping you right now. <laughs> and they're coming up with this too. Oh, oh my no. god! Nope, still eleven. Still eleven. Okay. Um, so you show images of um, of using it to hammer things down, using it as like a lever to pry things up, and then you show images of quarter staffing <laughs> vegetables <laughs> and of just like poking vegetables that are growing in the field and like like moving their leaves around and and the the mushroom looks at you like you are insane right when i'm doing this i have the thought like maybe someone with more charisma can um, i can i butt in and, and try to show you're already age? helping you gave I'm her advantage um, so you already tried but the mushroom just sort of looks at you and 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 is just like shaking its head like so it's done with you guys the what? mushroom is done Yarfik's also looking at you like what the packs up it's it's like closes its stall and is it it doesn't want to these guys are gonna have the weirdest urban legends about surface dwellers they'll be like yeah they 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 poke their vegetables you know they they whirl (laughs) twirl rocks around in straps and bash each other with them what are you guys doing i guess 
Just roll out, Checking right? Checking out the next vendor. Oh. So that's all the vendors. Oh, that, that's it? Uh, Just two? <laughs> small market. <laughs> it's, right. it's local and organic, Lindsay. Jeez. It's a small town. They're, they're Look, simple, rural mushrooms. This <laughs> is raised in a very mm-hmm. nice dust farm where they can all fly around. Look, I like my genetically modified dust, okay? <laughs> to the tunnel! GMDs. <laughs> GMDs. Uh, so you guys are going to continue on to the, the tunnel? Yeah. We, to I, we've, the tunnel. I convey thank you to the, the Papa Smurf and you know thank you for his hospitality. Mm-hmm. I convey, I convey it. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Damn. You, you got something. No, I didn't. Didn't you get the the? Oh no, that was Cassian got the dust of disappearance. That I got one. nothing. The party is strong. I mean, if you want to barter for it, you know. <laughs> for it. I show Cassian images of him like twirling my corner. <laughs> I, I was hoping you were going to show me images of of quarter staffing vegetables. <laughs> I, I try to hand Doug like an outside the system album. <laughs> you know, I have been looking for a new vegetable basher, Doug. but uh... <laughs> <laughs> the Veggie Basher Nine Thousand. Yes. What are um, these things? Igloos. Uh, those are are their igloo like huts. Ah. So you uh, so you all continue on towards the uh, towards the exit tunnel. Uh, which is on the the very far opposite side of the village. Uh, you pass by many more of these homes. Uh, you see that they extend out uh, to the sides as well, and there are sort of these these fields, these braziers line the the whole road um, until you come to this exit tunnel. Papa Smurf comes with you uh, at least this far. Uh, you come to a certain point in the tunnel, maybe you know, fifty feet down or so. Uh, it's it's less lit here, um, like that that town. <laughs> that was town lit. was very lit, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's 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 less well lit here. Uh, just the bioluminescent mushrooms. There's no other sort of assisted lighting. But you come to a point where you see something that is now very familiar to you. You see another line of those violet fungus. Papa Smurf walks out in front of you and walks to about the like the 15 foot line away from them and then uh, similarly as to before you see him shake his head from side to side and this cloud of now pink spores comes out and and washes over the line of violet fungus and then Papa Smurf walks past them and they do nothing hmm. I follow yeah yeah you guys Walk follow after along him, yeah. and they do nothing they seem to be quelled in in whatever way. So clearly these mushroom folk have some way to control these things, which makes sense to you, considering what you saw earlier with them approaching the corpses to make into their thralls. Like, they had to have some way to get there safely. Also, with the images you saw of them cultivating these mushrooms, they have to have some way to control them if they're using them for whatever they're using them for, probably defense. Quick question, Sam. Mm Mm-hmm. These mushrooms, I'm assuming, they don't. I know they don't speak or understand uh, uh, spoken language, but they do hear, right? They have a sense of hearing. That's how the shrieker works. Yes. Um, okay, I'm gonna send an image to Papa Smurf of us coming back from the tunnels and sort of stopping at the line of violet fungi and kind of like looking at each other, like, "What? What do we do now? How do we get past these without getting barbecued?" You know. <laughs> Because they yeah fire. shish kebabbed or whatever. Well, no, I don't want to send him that. I want to. I'm I, like, and I'm sort of like, and then I, I kind of like make um, I don't know. I'm I'm asking him how he could get back, basically. He um, 
sends you uh, sort of you know he he sends you the images of of what he did to to quell them. I mean, he's not saying like do exactly what I did. Obviously, <laughs> he knows that you can't do mm-hmm. that, but he um, sort of sends images of like uh, uh, maybe a rock flying overhead or of um, essentially if you guys throwing something mm-hmm. like get get our attention. Okay, and and we will calm them so you can. Walk okay, great. Them. You know what would work really well for that? A sling. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's Gift of the Magi all over again. Okay. Um, I, I guess I'll... You have other projectile weapons. Yeah, I'll send an image of um, you know us sort of chucking something at the Shrieker and it sort of like yelling and then the mushrooms coming. It, uh, it nods its okay. head. And you all continue on. Mm-hmm. Um, as you continue, uh, the tunnel slopes downward after the violet fungus about another hundred feet or so. And it ends in a barrier. There's a makeshift barrier erected in this tunnel, and you realize you, you recognize it slightly because when you had asked about the thralls earlier, this is one of the things you saw them building. Hmm. Um, it's made of rocks and dirt with rudimentary wooden and fungal supports. Uh, it looks like it's been continually reinforced from the side that you are on, and it slopes up to the top, uh, and there's just enough space at the top for you to individually squeeze through. Shall we? Squeeze through, yeah. So, Cassian, you go up to the top uh, and squeeze through. There's about a 15-foot drop from uh, from there to the ground, um, but you can see that the barrier has kind of what equates to, like, rough handholds from its sort of ramshackle construction, so you're able to, uh, to make your way down without injury, um, as are the rest of you. The far side has none of those bioluminescent mushrooms that you become acquainted with thus far, um, so it's much, much darker. That's okay, we're all fine, we can all see. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get perception checks from everybody. That's a 13. 13. Uh, Ten. 21 for Ildov and 20 not natural for Aon. Okay. So uh, everybody but Yarfix sees this. Um, and uh, Cassian, you, you feel it at first, and that's why you notice it. You all see and notice these sort of rough-hewn spears that are embedded in the barrier, uh, along with what look like some dig marks towards the base of it. Um, they don't go up very high. The dig marks only extend up about two to three feet or so. The spears do go up a little bit higher, which strike you as a little bit odd, though you remember that uh, you did see images of rough-hewn spears like striking the ground when the uh, when Papa Smurf was trying to, to uh, dissuade you from traveling this direction. As you continue down the Actually, tunnel... Sorry, before we you... continue real quick, is Papa Smurf mm-hmm. still in telepathy range when we're on the other side of this barrier? Uh, he is not. Oh. He has he has receded back into the village. Okay. So as you continue down through the tunnel, you also notice remnants of what look like older barriers that have been broken through. Um, so the uh, it, it seems like these are... It's sort of, you know, it's a battle of attrition to a certain extent. They're They're just... They're they're holding off the inevitable as they are continually building these barriers and then having to move back and build others. Um, so there's something down there that is trying to break through. Uh, but about 200 feet further down the tunnel, there is a light. There's a light. As you continue down, it grows hotter and more humid. 
a thick mist hangs on the ground and the water vapor in the air coalesces on your armor. Uh, Yarfik, even with your experiences living underground and being deep in the mines, this is an uncomfortable heat, uh, especially with your heavy armor on. As you all approach the bottom of the tunnel, you are forced to shield your eyes from a bright light. As you adjust, you can see that you are standing in a cavern larger than any you have encountered before. It's actually even larger than Scutch's arena was. Wow. Uh, let's get perception checks from everybody. 15. Uh, 15. 20 also. 10 for Ildov, 21 for Eowyn. Okay. Um, so, uh, collectively, you all estimate that this tunnel is about 400 feet high, 500 feet wide, and almost two miles long. What? Um, you can estimate this pretty clearly because you've emerged on a cliff face that seems to be about halfway up this cavern. Uh, looking out over it, you can see the tops of trees. These are not trees that you're familiar with. They are gigantic, uh, bigger than anything you've ever seen. They're practically prehistoric. The mist that you walked through is in this cavern as well, both clinging to the ground and hanging in the air. Looking overhead, you can see that it's even collected amongst the stalactites in the ceiling and formed clouds from which a light rain is falling. To your left on the ground, you can see that there's a river flowing through. Um, it must be an underground aquifer. It emerges directly from under one of the walls and snakes all the way back to the back of the cavern where you see a brilliant, bright white light. Guys. And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. There's some super cool stuff going on within the confines of our world. First off, did you see our interview with the Council of Geeks? It's live on the YouTubes, so go check it out for a peek behind the curtain at our bright and shiny faces, plus some footage from this very recording session. Next up, we will be appearing at CarnageCon 21 in November. For those that have seen us live before, you can expect more costumes and hijinks, plus another edition of our audience-driven improvised D&D show. Go to CarnageCon.com for details. Registration is opening soon. And third, don't forget to subscribe and review the show. We'll be able to do more interviews and live shows and cool stuff the more well-known we become, and that comes with the numbers. You know what they say, first you get the money, then you get the power. Just replace money with reviews and power with cool stuff. You get the idea. And as always, you can head to patreon.com slash IWVTCast to support the show and get yourself some of your own quote-unquote cool stuff. All the music in this episode was written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can check out Adam's fun new EP, One of a Kind, on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music, and you should. He is crazy talented. Tune in next time as the party explores the thicket that should not be. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>